Hey everybody, welcome back to Rise and Shine. I'm Grace. I'm Sophie. I'm Ava. And I'm Lauren. And we are four Asian American teens living in the Pacific Northwest. And if you guys saw our last episode, you would know that we talked a little bit about the American school system, specifically in the COVID era. And we kind of talked about our own experiences as students. And today I kind of wanted to do something similar, um, staying on the trap uh, topic, excuse me, of school. Um, And yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about South Korea's education system. Um, I happen to be South Korean, so um, I'm not well versed, but I do know a couple things about um, the education system in South Korea. So I guess we'll start off by just sharing what we know. Um, Let's start with Sophie, because I know that Sophie is really into like South Korean stuff as of now. So like, can you, you know, tell us what you know, Sophie? Yeah, um, most of what I know is from K-dramas, so not super reliable, but I do know there's rankings, um, I think, within classes. Um, And then uh, I think bullying is a big problem there within the school. Like, people or bullies at school will have these other kids, like, get stuff for for them from, like, a convenience store or something. Yeah, I've heard it's really aggressive. It doesn't sound aggressive when I say it, but you get the point. Um, Mm -hmm. And... That's about all I know as far as like South Korea goes. Yeah. So the thing about like the um, convenience store, I'm pretty sure it's called Bangshate, which means like bread shuttle. So they're basically using like their peers that they bully as like a way of, you know, getting stuff. So they'll be like, oh, go get me some bread. So then the person like getting bullied, like the victim will have to go run and go buy that person some bread or snacks or drinks or whatever it may be so it's kind of messed up um anyway what else do you guys know um I know that um in Japan they also have the class ranking system and that plays a big role into getting into colleges and like I don't know it's a very big part the rankings and how their education or how smart they are is a really big part of social status, or at least for Japan mm-hmm. it is, which I assume is pretty similar. Yeah, I'm pretty sure South Korea and Japan are pretty similar. I know we won't talk too much about like Japan in this episode, but um, since they're kind of like neighboring countries, they probably have like a lot of similar qualities. Um, and lastly, Ava, is there anything you know about the South Korean education system? I personally don't know anything since I don't I'm not really too well versed in like k-dramas or like Korean culture but I do know some stuff about like Chinese schooling but I'm not sure if it's too similar I'm pretty sure it would be but yeah I don't know too much yeah I don't know like the precise accurate facts but I'm pretty sure South Korea is like number two or number three um, in the world for their education system and yeah it's like pretty well known for being like really tough on their students um just to like give you guys an idea of what the daily like schedule or routine of a student is like um I'm gonna share a quick story about my what my dad told me um so my dad used to live in this place called Incheon and it's like a port city and he was really far away from his high school it was like an hour away by bus right So what he would do is he would wake up at five, study until six, and then get on the bus, get to school at seven, seven thirty, and then he would eat breakfast there. And then he would just be at school 
until, you know, when school ends around like three or four, right? And then he would go to Hagwon, which is basically like, I guess, I don't know what to call it. It's like the Kumon of Korea, I'm pretty sure. Um, You can take like special classes and special like topics and stuff. Like my dad did piano Hagwon and he also did like math hagwon and stuff like that so yeah he would do that and then he would go to the library until 10 and then he would get home at midnight and he would do that over and over again and I don't know about you guys but I do not study like that and I wake up at like seven and I get home at like three and I'm pretty much at home for the rest of the day so compared to my dad I feel like my schedule is barely anything um do you guys like I know a lot of our parents are immigrants so do your parents share stories about like their schooling when they were our age yeah I know my mom did um my mom growing up was very poor uh so she had to um well as far as studying goes it was um I wouldn't say it's super intense but she definitely had to work harder than most to work up to college you know because you know being an immigrant, being poor, all of that stuff. But after school, she would have to work for um, a long time. So she, I assume she would get home pretty late. Um, and I, I think that'd be tiring because like I, my schedule isn't intense at all. Like I go to school, then I come home at like three and then I have practice, but I enjoy practice. So it's not really a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, she, her schooling experience was probably way more intense than mine. Mm, yeah I think my mom is similar in that sense she was also very poor growing up and that's kind of another thing about um Korean high schools um I'm pretty sure they're called vocational schools which is basically I'm pretty sure it's basically like a career high school so instead of just going into more education you um learn more about you know, specifically your career. Um, And I think a lot of people who go to vocational high schools, they don't go to college and they just go straight into that career, which kind of makes sense. But my mom went to a vocational high school and my dad went to a regular one, but I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, And I'm pretty sure my mom didn't really have a choice. Like she was poor, so she had to, you know, go and work. and I thought that was really interesting how they have that option in Korea. Sophie, I don't know if you knew this, but you know how like Jungkook of BTS, he went to like a performing arts school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of idols went to that same school. Mm-hmm. I also thought that was really interesting how they have like specialized high schools in South Korea. So just like you would say, oh, I'm a science major. You know, I went to this science school. You'd say that about high school in Korea. So you would be like, oh, I went to this science math high school or, oh, I went to this vocational high school. Um, and I thought that was really interesting. I'm not sure if it's a good or a bad thing. Would you guys? I'm actually, you know, I'm really jealous of that. I, I feel like that would be a lot more um, good for me because mm-hmm. I would just start learning earlier, perhaps. And also I could study things that I'm interested in because right now, Uh, we just go to a regular high school and I think like it has its benefits right but there are topics that I'm not gonna use in my planned career so I feel like like first of all I'm not interested second of all it's not going to serve me much purpose in the future so I feel like it'd be really awesome to have specialized high schools here that would um, 
just focus on certain topics. Like it's good to be well-rounded, but um, I think I'd prefer it if they were more specialized. I think for me, I wouldn't really want that since I know for me, I don't really know what I want to do. And I don't really have something that I'm super interested in and am like interested in pursuing. So I think for me, having a well-rounded education where I can try out a bunch of different things personally works better for me. But yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like high school is kind of the time when you're discovering what you like. I don't know. You might discover what you like in college or maybe after college, but um, I'm definitely using like my high school years to kind of narrow down the stuff I'm into and the stuff I want to pursue. So I understand that. Um, like Grace was saying, I think it's high school is really important to rule out what you like and dislike. Because um, if you asked me like a year ago, two years ago, three years ago, what I wanted to do with my life, every answer would be different. Like even now, I don't know. So I think, I don't know. I think having as much as that would be interesting to have just a dedicated path. I think it's good that we're able to try all these different things. Yeah, for sure. I kind of want to get into the topic of specifically the mental health of the students in South Korea. Um, that's kind of what I intended this episode to be about. I wanted to talk about specifically our mental health as students. But to be honest, American students and Korean students are very, very different in the sense that we may feel pressure, but um, I think America is a lot more, not lenient, but I feel like as a society, we are more open to the idea of not going to college. Um, that's kind of becoming popular. Yeah, I've been hearing about that too. Um, recently, it's been uh, getting more normalized to not go to college just because the costs are like insane. And it's getting like more well known that a lot of colleges are like way too expensive for what they're giving to you. Obviously, like I'm not like against college or anything, but the tuition is just insane. And especially if you're coming from like another country or an immigrant family that is probably going to be really hard to afford because you know immigrants are put at a disadvantage automatically um so yeah it's been more normalized and I think that's great honestly I think it's um some people don't need to go to college for the career that they want to pursue um but I think I I would think it'd be different in Korea like I think a lot of your worth depends on your school status what school you go to um those kinds of things so I feel like uh in Korea not going to college would be more equivalent to like, oh, like you're kind of dumb. <laughs> like, oh, you can't <laughs> go to college. Yeah, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's becoming more of, I don't know. It's not as awkward anymore. And it's not like a terrible thing to not go to college. And I think a lot of people still have that mindset of, well, you know, other people can do that. But for me, I'm definitely going to college and they don't know what, you know, they want to do. So um, I think we still kind of have that mindset, but I'm glad that we're working towards being accepting of everyone's past because they're all different. Totally. Like, I feel like um, even though I'm, I'm, probably going to go to college just because that in my brain that's just what I've always been told I've always been told you have to go to college to get a good job and to get a good career and yes that is true but there's also lots of things you can do without college um so if that's like something that you can't afford like I feel like that that's so valid like people shouldn't 
feel stupid just because they can't go to college or they won't go to college. Like that's, that's a stereotype that we should work towards like breaking down because not everybody knows people's situations. There's so many different reasons. It's not just like, oh, you're dumb. You can't go to college, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the funny thing is me and Sophie are kind of like, yeah, well, you know, you can go to college. You don't have to go to college. But in South Korea, that's really different because I think the students are basically working towards college. Like that's like their one goal. Um, South Korea, they have like three big colleges. Um, And I think those are like all the all the brand names, you know, like they're basically like the Harvard, Princeton, Yale of um south korea so um i think a lot of students are feeling that pressure because they feel as if they need to go into that college to be maybe validated um and also they probably get pressure from their families since it is kind of like the standard and it's been like that for a while like um college has just always been like part of the plan I think for like most countries it's like what you're working towards your whole schooling career which I think is really interesting because like if you had asked me a couple years ago about college and everything I would have been like you have to go to college like you have to go to college in order to succeed and have a good career because that's what I've always been taught um and I've always been like all of my years I've been working really hard to try and get into like the best colleges and I'm only a freshman like it what I'm doing right now doesn't have too much of an effect on Mm -hmm. which college I get into but it still stresses me out and I feel like in Korea it would be multiplied because um maybe it's I think it's more prestigious there like school is more important there maybe I'm not too sure that's just what I get um from what I've heard yeah I'm assuming well at least um my dad his experience he told me like the one way to like succeed is to have a spike in school. Um, if that doesn't make sense, I'll kind of explain like my dad's background. Um, basically, he was an athlete and he was a really good athlete. But if he wanted to pursue um, his sport, then he would have had to like completely drop high school and then go to a sports focused school. And it's almost like he's training for the Olympics, like you know like eight hours a day just doing that sport so it's like either one or the other uh, which is really different from us because it's like well we have school we play instruments we have sports like we can balance those things out because school isn't as big of a deal as it is in Korea Um, and I'm pretty sure you know my dad is always like you know, what if I like went to school in America, I would have been able to balance school and sports and who knows what could have happened. Um, And I thought that was kind of sad, like, especially during my dad's time, I guess, it was either one or the other. Um, And I thought that was really interesting. I feel like when you um, are focusing a lot on school, when your school is really prestigious, and things like that, you have to kind of choose like passion or school. And that's never been the case for me. And I'm like, I consider myself so lucky because I get to do what I love and also get a good education. So yeah, I'm really grateful um, for this schooling system for like giving us a room to balance our lives. Cause um, a couple of years ago, I was really focused on school and I was miserable. <laughs> like, I don't know. I was like during all of my lunch breaks and everything, I was just always doing homework, getting the best grades I possibly could. And I was only in fifth grade. So 
I wish I had realized that like fifth grade I fifth grade yeah I wow. I wish I realized I could have like taken a step back because let's be honest here like fifth grade mm, not that big of a deal but I was so drained and then I had to go into middle school and it was a lot of work because I was so used to these intense study habits um, but I've learned to take a step back, especially since our school, I found, encourages extracurriculars and things like that, which I think is great because a lot of kids are really passionate about certain extracurriculars. So it's great that they give us like time to balance that. Um, yeah, I'm really grateful about that. I can't imagine what it would be like when you had to choose one or the other. Like that doesn't that doesn't even seem possible to me. Mm hmm. Yeah, I mean, especially in the area we live, we can't deny the fact that there's definitely pressure. And I'm sure, you know, we all feel pressure at times. You do, I do. Um, doesn't matter how like little we care about school. I feel like there will always be pressure to succeed. And um, our mindset from an early age has been like success equals good college. You know what I mean? So it's kind of it's kind of sad, but obviously I think in my personal opinion, South Korea is just on a whole other level. Um, I just want to give a quick trigger warning. There will be um, some talk about suicide and anxiety. Um, and yeah, if you are not comfortable with listening to that, just please click off. Um, but yeah, I'm going to share some, I guess, stats about the percentage of, uh, suicidal students in Korea. So I'm reading this from the Korea Herald and in the article, it says nearly 34% of South Korean adolescents have thought about killing themselves because of academic pressure. A recent survey showed. Um, and basically, the National Youth Policy Institute of South Korea surveyed 9,060 elementary, middle school, and high school students uh, last June and August. And according to the results, 33.8% of the students said they had considered committing suicide over the previous year. And the biggest pressure they felt was over academic achievement. And with 37.2% of those who experienced the impulse to commit suicide uh, gave, you know, the pressure over academic achievement as the reason. And anxiety about their future career was the second biggest reason. Um, and after hearing about those stats, I was extremely, like, distraught. And it really made me sad because even though I'm not a student in South Korea, uh, I still have cousins and I still have family and I still have friends over there and I can't imagine what they're going through um, and it honestly makes me really sad that the mental health of these students isn't talked about enough so I'm hoping that maybe for the rest of the episode we could talk a little bit about that and also how we keep our own mental health in check maybe for anyone listening who is also a student um, Maybe we can give them some advice about how we handle things. Mm -hmm. I've never heard that statistic before, but I was aware that like bridge jumping is a big thing there that they have to like specialize their bridges so that you can't jump off, which is so sad, especially because a lot of these kids, if they were in a different country with like um, less 
like jarring standards, they would, you know, they'd be amazing. They have a lot of potential and obviously they still do in Korea, but I feel like the bar is just raised so impossibly high. Like how it's so hard to achieve whatever goal you have um, when it's that kind of standard. Uh, and I personally, I felt, I've definitely felt pressure from academics uh, as I've gotten older and I get closer to college. I, I experienced a lot of anxiety around that and around like possible careers and things like that. And I've definitely experienced pressure from academics, um, but not, not at such a high level. Most of, for, for listeners, just for reference, I'm someone who's, I'm someone who's tried to end my life a couple times and I guess for me, it was a mix. It wasn't solely one thing. It wasn't solely another thing, but I think schooling definitely adds to that. And I feel like it'd be multiplied by, I don't know, hundreds, millions, whatever it may be. If I were in such a prestigious country like Korea, where the standards are impossibly high, um, I think a way I've coped with that, um, I've learned that um, you're always going to be better than someone. You're always going to be worse than someone. Comparing yourself to others is just never going to end well. Everybody has a purpose. Everybody's unique. Everybody's valid. It doesn't matter if you're good at science, if you're bad at science. You're going to find something eventually that will make you happy, that you can use as a career. Uh, that's just something I, I believe. Like Everybody will eventually figure their life out, and in the end, everything will be okay. Just like stick with it. And I know that that was hard for me at such a young age. I had already tried multiple times to end it. And I realized like, I haven't even reached my full potential. I have no clue what's in store for me. And that used to be a source of anxiety for me, but I've turned it into some sort of thing to hold on to. Like, yes, uh, things don't seem great right now, but there's still a future for me. Uh, and mm -hmm. I should, uh, I should give myself time to achieve it. And I know it's definitely different in Korea, like I've mentioned a million times, but for someone in a similar schooling situation as us, um, just stick with it, I guess. You're gonna find something, you're gonna be okay. Just like, don't, don't let yourself go. Just to quickly um, get back on topic about um, South Korea specifically, while Sophie was giving her inspirational speech, I was doing some thinking and I realized um, so many things are like clicking and connecting in my brain right now. For example, I was reading a stat about how one in four students uh, say they don't exercise at all in South Korea. Um, and it's not because they don't want to, it's because they physically can't, or I guess they can't fit into their, you know, extremely taxing schedule. Um, and I saw that that connected towards like the body image issues and beauty standards of South Korea, which we covered in a different episode. And also um, I saw how, you know, that anxiety and stress over school could lead to habits such as drinking. Um, and I kind of want to talk a little bit about that. I'm not sure if we're allowed to mention it, but um, I think the stat is that South Korea is the number one drinking country in the world. So uh, South Korea does have the biggest alcohol problem. And that's, that's extremely sad because these adults in South Korea, um, even if they've matured, even if they have a career, uh, some of them 
a lot of them actually uh, might feel like they have nowhere to turn to. And it absolutely breaks my heart that mental health isn't talked about in Korea enough. So yeah, I really appreciate you, Sophie, for sharing your story. Um, I think maybe somebody else should share a little bit more about how they deal with anxiety when it comes to school specifically. Um, honestly, that's all. That's something I think everyone has struggled with at least once, whether it's, oh, I've been missing assignment or just like you don't have the motivation to do something and or like you're worried about test score. Something that helps me is just remembering how small we are. We are. Okay, let's think about it. You, whoever's listening, are a person and you are in a city or a town that is in a state or prefecture or whatever that is, which is in a country, which is in the world, which is in the solar system, which is in the universe, which is in a whole bunch of other, like, collection of universes. So just keep that in mind that one bad score, one missing assignment is not the end of the world at all. There's so much potential for your life and missing one thing isn't going to do any much isn't going to do that much harm because there's so much of the world out there for you to explore and figure out that is beyond the classroom that's beyond a score and so just remember how small you are and how big the world is for you to explore and that life goes beyond the classroom yeah that's so true I feel like sometimes we tend to think too much of ourselves um, compared to a lot of the problems in the world and a lot of things in the world we can be like we kind of are pretty like insignificant like it's really um, interesting to think about that those were very wise words Lauren I'm trying to think of all the ways that I practice self-care and um, I just kind of thought of this Uh, I also saw a quote on Pinterest about this. Uh, A lot of people think that self-care is like, I don't know, doing a face mask, taking a shower, whatever, like, you know, doing your nails. And I personally think that falls into the category of self-maintenance. I think self-care is a little bit different. If we think about self-care, you know, care, the word care, um, I kind of think of it as how like a mother would care uh for example like my mom is not going to care for me by you know buying me a bunch of stuff and you know letting me do a face mask she's going to care for me by making sure that I eat healthy and she's gonna I don't know take my phone away so I you know can sleep early and she's going to make me you know stop watching tv to do my homework she's going to make sure or force me to go outside on a sunny day to take a walk And those are things that are kind of inconvenient. Like, I don't want to go on a walk, but it's what's best for me, right? So I think self-care is sort of similar um, in that sense. Um, For example, I think cleaning up my space, cleaning up my room uh, is really helpful. I don't want to do it. I hate cleaning, but it makes me feel better when I do it. Um, So I think that if everyone can practice a little bit more self-care, It might not be, you know, making a coffee and, you know, binging your favorite Netflix show. It might be something that's really uncomfortable and something that you're kind of putting off, like maybe it's a big assignment or something. 
um, I think practicing that is really good. And I know we kind of went from talking about a huge stat in South Korea about a devastating thing um, to just talking about self-care. But we hope that um, this short little episode can give you some light about what students in South Korea are going through. And if you're a student and you are also feeling pressure, we hope that our little wise words could help you a little bit. Um, I just want to end off by saying thank you so much for all your support. Um, I'm pretty sure we are at like 950-ish downloads and that's absolutely incredible. So thank you guys. Um, like we just mentioned, if you, you know, are ever feeling pressure or anxiety about school and you just want to talk to someone, you can always DM us, email us. Our email is riceandshinepod at gmail.com and our Instagram is at riceandshinepodcast. So, you know, reach out to us. We are down to talk anytime. Uh, thank you so much again for the downloads. Check us out on all platforms and thank you so much again. We will see you next time.